That's better. All right. Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to another bonus episode of Dizzy for Dizzy. That's right. I'm Kristen. I'm Ashley. And we just finished watching volume 41. Yep. And although it wasn't as much of, I think, like a gut-wrenching episode as last week. Right. With so many surprises and shocking things um, now that we're kind of in, uh, what am I trying to say, you know, we already know the year has passed. We're kind of settling into right. that. We're settling into the new storyline. Yes. Yeah. But. But it sure was a blaze. It, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> so, yeah. We weren't actually sure if we were going to record because we weren't feeling too much about. Yeah. Halfway. that was It was mostly me. Kristen was into it. I was. But, but I was like, I don't know if I like this episode. <laughs> it felt very filler and. I don't know. It was slow moving yeah. for a good half of it. You're and right. And the whole Mevkabe and Nihat going after Emre was yes. pretty tiresome. Yeah. Especially they were super passive aggressive last episode mm-hmm. about him telling yeah. him he's not like his dad and oh we think you're a lot more like Huma. Yeah. And that felt very backhanded to it me. absolutely did. And I'm sure they're like you know annoyed that they went and got married behind their backs and stuff but hello right. it's been a year they're married like they're committed to each other. Yeah. Let's get Deal over with it and it. move on. We have and, bigger fish to fry. And if they're irritated that they still live with them, that I can understand. Sure. But then say that. Exactly. And tell them, hey, you're married. You're on your own. Like, you know, find a place to live. Exactly. Anyhow, yeah. I am I was having a hard time not being really annoyed, mostly with Mevkabe. Yeah. Um, just because it's like you're being this meddlesome kind of mean mother-in-law exactly which is exactly what you hate about huma yep and you're you know she's not nearly she as bad i obviously we know meth would never do things to the extent that huma has but right. you know but any, still yeah that was just i don't know yeah. i didn't like it yeah and a lot of it too with john and sanem was kind of more the same mm-hmm. you know they're, you left because you don't love me mm-hmm. i left because you didn't believe me right yada yada (laughs) we know round and around and around can we get off of this merry-go-round please yeah and i was telling kristen you know as much as i i get it and i understand Mm -hmm. it and i know that they're both hurt and i know that they need time to heal right um but at the same time i want them to be happy and back together so on the one hand i understand because that's logical and that is how it would actually work in a real life relationship but then on the other hand i just want them happy but on the other hand you've been apart for a year already and how about you just sit down but not speaking and they're both very hurt yeah so sit down and have a real conversation but if you got basically broken hearted if somebody broke your heart And I thought he and burned they my did. notebook. Uh-huh. If if Jason, that's her husband, if Jason broke your heart and took off. Took off and took the dog and then you didn't talk <gasps> for took, a year. He took Jack. <laughs> then would you be right away ready to sit down and talk to him? Yeah, it's a good point. And forgive him. You're right. It's a good point. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're they're characters, so we want them just to mm-hmm. be happy and move on. And we we know that they are meant for each other. Right. But if you think about actually being in that circle, that's what I'm. That's what I've been trying to do is put myself yeah. kind of in their shoes and sure. think, okay, if that were me, would I be so quick to forgive? That's true. I don't know that I would. Even though you clearly still love him, so right. you don't want him gone because you want that feeling of having him near and mm-hmm. close without having to 
maybe forgive yet or address the issue at hand right yeah it's yeah. true yeah it's and on both sides you mm-hmm. know because john obviously is super hurt that she believed yeet over him right which he has every right to be agree because yeet is just a stupid snake yeah um and why on earth you know they've known each other for so long mm-hmm. and especially after all the lies that sanem has told and john trusted her yeah but she isn't willing they both have trust issues though. right the, both- the flip side of that though is knowing how much he hates liars she should be questioning well why would he then lie about burning my that's notebook? true and you know he had no problem back in fifth 16 when she writes that letter explaining everything to him i mean he had no problem tearing that up right in front of her I because know. he was hurt so Again, if he had no problem at the time doing that in front of her, why wouldn't he admit, right. yeah, I did burn your notebook because I didn't even want to see what you had to say. Because I was mad. Because and, I'm yeah. mad, just like yeah. before. So That's a really good point. You know, it's like those things should be occurring to her because right. you made a good point that, you know, we started this podcast not even realizing at what a great timing it was. Seriously. Because we're revisiting so many things in these new episodes that we're we're currently going through in the episodes we're recording yep so it's just interesting because you know the whole last week with six everything was if you say stay i'll stay if you say go i'll go blah 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 and then we have this other side of that happening Mm -hmm. when you know it's like well you didn't leave or you didn't stay but you told me to leave and that like there's right just, you know well and and this week and last week too with episode six you see her notebook mm-hmm. possibly for the first time i can't yeah, remember you see the pink notebook but uh she's writing it and she's writing about john mm-hmm. and what did we just see come back up we saw yep everything with the notebook and that's their whole love story and so yep. i'm loving the parallels and kind of going back to the beginning with right. everything uh, bringing all this stuff back up. Mm-hmm. Also, um, a lot of the theme with episode seven, which I guess I'm kind of giving away our episode that's going to come out on Wednesday. But, but that's all right. A lot of it was John basically um, – there was a lot about John leaving. Uh-huh. And that there was nothing to keep him from – to make him stay. Right. And there's such a parallel of what happened – after 39 uh-huh. that he left there was nothing to keep him there anymore yep. he kind of returned back to his wild roots yep. of being the free-spirited albatross that he is uh-huh. and it's just the timing has been so cool yeah. and it's it's really making me remember why i fell in love with the show mm-hmm. and to see how great the writing is you know we're seeing more of uh the parallels of literature and bringing yes. books back into the story which were not there for a while and were such a big part mm-hmm. of the storyline at the yeah, beginning. They're, they're both such readers and, mm-hmm. you know, they have these, you know, Sun M was more, you know, a reader because she, ha- you know, has this adventurous spirit that right. she hasn't been able to live out. It was almost her way of escape. Right. And John, the same way, only he actually got to live them out by traveling and this and right. that. And yeah, so I like seeing that come back into play. Mm-hmm. Um yeah so one thing too that i loved about uh 41 is we're really seeing how much john has grown yeah for example every time stupid yogurt is on screen Mm -hmm. with john he 
is super calm. Yes. He keeps his cool. He's not losing his temper like nope. he would have a year ago. And the funny thing is, well, it's funny is not the right word, but yogurt is being far more um, forward and oh, and aggressive, and aggressive and possessive of yep. Sun M than he ever was before. Yep. I loved seeing him mad in this episode. Oh, me too. <laughs> it was the best. But just the fact that you're like you were saying, John's keeping his cool mm-hmm. when he's when yogurt's being even worse about it than oh, yeah. he was a year ago. Oh yeah, when John would flip out. Yep. So that absolutely you're right. It shows growth because the way he was acting this episode. I absolutely would have expected anyone to punch him in the face. Yeah, he's totally trying to provoke John in oh, this yeah. episode yep. over and over mm-hmm. again. And he even was last episode too mm-hmm. when John came and he's like, I, I told you not to come in front of me ever again. And then John's like, well, then don't come to where I am. Uh-huh. And he says it so calmly. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love it. Yep. So we I, – I really – I love that. And I feel like that's a really good sign to mm-hmm. see his growth. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It really is. So what do we think about John sabotaging his boat just so he could stay? <laughs> we obviously had a feeling that's what he did last week. Yeah. It's very clear. I, my boat broke. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. I love it. I'm and, glad. And I feel like we're kind of seeing that he that he's ready, that he yeah. is willing to wait and to put in the work for her mm-hmm. i feel like son m hasn't been hasn't been there yet right. and maybe john isn't even 100 percent there yet right i'm i'm dying to see this with subs i know um but he is more so than her though i think that's even if it he's seems not there. pretty clear because, right and he's treading lightly like right. every time our sweet fikri harika team is plotting to throw them together which you know i love it because it's super (laughs) obvious but every time they do something like that john is very careful to say well what does sun m think or does sun m even want me to be the photographer maybe she's not comfortable with that he's being so careful right he's being very careful because you know what he um he also witnessed one of her like episodes you know where she just freezes up and kind oh of gosh. is not sitting in reality anymore. And then he sees when she takes her medicine. Yeah. And he's so affected by how badly she's yeah. hurt. The look, the the devastation in his eyes. Oh my gosh. When he's watching her freeze up and he like looks at, I think it's Duran, and he's like, does this happen often? He's so upset. And then he sees her taking her medicine. Yeah. And sitting on the pier. And he's just like, he... It's like he can't help himself. He has to go to her and he wants to see if she's okay, but he also doesn't want to overstep. Right. So it's like he kind of reaches out to touch her, but he doesn't. And then he sits Mm -hmm. next to her, but kind of with his – Being so respectful of her. Right. Trying to keep a distance. You know, he sits next to her, but he's not crowding in her space and just trying to find out like what's been going on, you know, since you've been gone. And um, yeah, it just – it just hurts because – in that scene too, you can tell Sanem has there's a little bit of hope in her eyes, like she's happy that he approached her and like right. wants to be around her. But at the same time, she still has to put up this like shield of protection for herself yeah. and kind of has to harden herself, yeah, to not just uh, fall into his right. arms. Um, I'm also hoping again that because he actually saw her put that note in the bottle and throw it into the water. 
since he saw that this week and again it happened this week again Mm -hmm. that has to mean something so i still have some hope that he's gonna find some or all of those oh for sure notes yeah somehow that's gonna play into the story it has to they wouldn't be so obvious about showing yeah her doing that yeah Yep, and then let's see, when um, she gets chosen as the best writer of the year by some association or something, Yep, and John just so quietly congratulates her, and she says, mm-hmm. thank you. Oh, man. I know. Um, oh, what else? What about earlier in the episode when, uh, you know, John's clearly stranded there because of his boat. Right. And now he needs a place to stay. Yeah. And he's asking Sana, I'm like, hey, do you think that little oh cottage gosh. back there, do you think your landlord, which is Mirabon, yeah. uh, do you think she'll mind if I stay there for a bit until I get things figured out? And she says, no, she wouldn't mind at all, but will you be able to live comfortably there? Yeah. And then he says, well, in our old cottage, I mean, my cottage, oh. it was like this. So yeah, I can't. My oh. heart Kill snapped. <laughs> oh, like such a slip of the tongue Uh because that's where his heart is really at and he oh my gosh our poor guy our poor guy poor john bay i know our poor babies they both oh my gosh i just want to hug them both they both need it they do they need to hug each other yep and then kiss and then get married and then have babies (laughs) (laughs) apparently two blondes two blonde haired ones and yeah, uh, I will. The other I'll one? spare you my thoughts on the genetic statistics <laughs> of that, but that's all right. <laughs> Ashley has issues with the genetic or with the statistic I likelihood mean, you never of that know. happening. You never know. <laughs> oh man. Also, you know, our boy Aziz, he's got yogurt's oh, number. Yeah. Oh he yeah. He's like determined. So does to... JJ. Oh yeah. He JJ <laughs> that moment when he, when he kicks, kicks his cane. <laughs> Oh, that was beautiful. We had some really good JJ moments. Beautiful moment. Yeah. We had some really good JJ moments. We did. Yeah, when he's reading the book and uh he gets all teared up. And then when he gets choked up when John is taking pictures of Sun M and he fixes her hair. And he just like so, it's like he's so hesitant about it. It's those little glimpses. Mm Mm-hmm. That feel like the original, yes, the original days, the early, the days. early days, and the rays of hope we need mm-hmm. that you know something, something's coming. We do something is coming. Yeah, oh, I just love anytime he strokes her hair. So just <laughs> he just so gently moved it out of her face, and I mean, <laughs> she let him. She could have moved her own hair she back did. behind her ear. She let him. So she did. as much as she's got her guard up, she is. She's letting it down in tiny little yeah. ways. I'm I mean, could would you stop John Bay from Absol- fixing your hair? Absolutely not, but I also don't think that he burned my notebook. So <laughs> Oh man. Oh. Speaking of fires. Oh man. Let's mm. talk about the last 10, 15 minutes yeah. of that episode. So First of all, props to John uh-huh. and Emre. Yeah, Emre's got his brothers back. Which Finally, is I love it. Yep, and they, I thought that was genius. Mm-hmm. I thought it was genius that, to make the phone call in and front oops, of him. Oopsie mm-hmm. is overhearing mm-hmm. him asking about security tapes, uh-huh. and obviously that's going to be a problem. For Clearly, stupid yogurt, right? <laughs> 
don't mind the dogs. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, you know, John makes that phone call and basically to see if uh Yeet takes the bait, like, oh, he might have security footage that shows from the hut a year ago. And John comes up with this plan with Emre, you know, mm-hmm. that says like, hey, I'm gonna ask you to hide the security footage away in the hut, the yep. new hut. And let's see if he goes after it and tries to steal it. Yep. And what do you know? Uh Uh-huh. He does. I will say at least he was smart enough to still play the whole cane bit, walking with the cane, even though he thought nobody was watching him. Right. Um, But I love that Emery sees him do it. So we've got someone else to back up John's story when this eventually comes to light that – yeah, you know? so that people will actually believe him. Right. Like, they better not, believe him. Oh, I know. It's not just John saying it. It's Emery, too. He has seen it with his own eyes. My only my only thing, and a couple people on Twitter wrote this, too, is like, hello, guys. Why are you not filming this as it happens, too? <laughs> like, exactly. You are faking the security. Pixar, it didn't happen. Yeah. Come on. You, you're already having to fake the security footage once. How about we film him going in to steal the fake security footage so that you have concrete proof exactly that nobody can doubt anyhow exactly um, i agree i agree and then stupid yogurt because apparently he just burns all of his problems yeah he apparently decides, his only answer is to throw things in a fire yeah when he doesn't set it get, on fire yeah, if he can't get what he wants let's just burn it <laughs> i don't know what to do about this problem yep why don't i burn it yep i mean he because he was not smart enough to jimmy a lock on a door yeah, or find another way in. Yeah, give me a break. It's a Dummy. hut. It's not a fortress. What an idiot. So, yeah. So he sets it on fire, mm-hmm. and then everybody comes running, and John decides to run back in. And this is the question everyone's asking. Why did he run back in? Why did he run back in? Okay, hear me out. Here's my theory. <laughs> not that I'm – I'm definitely not – um um casting off any other theories i think there's several possibilities but i think that maybe he thought yeet was in there mm-hmm. because clearly we know yeet's the one who set the fire and he had been sniffing around because he had already been sniffing around trying to yeah. get in and poor john already feels like he has you know the fact that he's still partially crippled on his conscience yeah he doesn't want his death on it yeah so he, i think maybe he runs in there Thinking Yeet is in there. Right, thinking Yeet's in there. And so, you know, and that can work for his favor in two ways. One, he saves the idiot's life. Right. And two, when everyone's like, how the heck did you know that Yeet would be in there? It's like, well, because he was already sniffing around trying to break in to steal my camera footage. Yep. And I was and afraid. And Emery was there too and mm-hmm. saw him. So I was afraid he got stuck in there and I didn't want him to die. Right. Even though he's a liar. Yeah. Now – it he, could also have mm-hmm. been the bandana mm-hmm. or maybe his camera with yep. pictures of Sanem. Yep. Um, it could have been, I don't know, the I would say the book, but I mean there are he other copies, copies of the book. Yeah. yeah exactly. Or even maybe, yeah, I think I mean, I think it's a real possibility that it's the bandana because mm-hmm. that seems to be the last real tangible thing he has of her that seems to be with him all the time. Right. Um you know, because probably as far as he's concerned, he's lost her. Right. So if this is the one thing, he if that's kind the of, last mm-hmm. token, yeah, of remembrance then it for would, him, it would mean a lot to not have that thing burnt to smithereens. Yeah, and he's in there for a while, I know. and then Sanem comes, comes running, and oh my and gosh, rips the, 
your heart out with the desperation in her voice and on her face. Oh, yeah. She's terrorized. Oh, she's my gosh. She's desperate. And Demet just deserves whatever award needs to be given out for that particular performance. Yeah. Like, if nothing else throughout the whole episode, that was so believable. Yeah. She's, I mean, they're having to literally hold her back. She's screaming his name. Yeah. And then I just found this on Twitter because when JJ – well, everyone's holding her back, but JJ mm-hmm. particularly is like, Son M, you cannot go in there. Right. She turns around and yells at JJ, John can't go and leave me behind. Oh, she does? Mm-hmm. That's what she yells at oh JJ. Oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah, I don't want to tell you until we started recording because oh I knew gosh. it would kill you. <laughs> I mean. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Oh, that kills me. I know. I know. There were so many lines in this episode that are like rip your heart out. I know. Twist your guts. I know. The oh. our cottage the our cottage yes. thing. Um there was another thing yeah, that, I'm trying to that somebody find it. Uh, translated. And now I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um well while we look, can I also just say I had a little bit of hope because of the hashtag this week that one of them would actually wind up saying to the other one, I still love you. Right. But that didn't happen. Yeah. It was just more in action. Oh, and can we talk about the most gifable moment this episode? When Sun M pours that bottle of water oh, yeah. over her head looking at John. Sun M is all of us. Because, yeah, we are all Sun M in that <laughs> bottle of water whenever John be- comes on screen. Let's be real. I think I've, I made it. That was in the fragment, too. And I made like a gift uh-huh. out of it right away because it's so applicable. So good. <laughs> so oh, good. man. Um. Let's see. Oh, yeah, this was we're... really sad. Oh, tell me. Um, when Sana, when they're talking about the book and Sanem says, let's talk about Phoenix, mm. about that amazing bird that got left alone but rose back from its ashes. John, what about the albatross then? Is It's in the book cover too. Sanem, albatross has big flashy wings, loves its freedom, and loves to fly solo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> such a dig. <laughs> The girl on Twitter, Margie. Margie, we really appreciate yes, you. Mar- and, and at your... Margie's <laughs> underscore mind, you are our hero for she, live streams. Under that one for that for that tweet, mm-hmm. she said, I hate you too. <laughs> <laughs> we feel you. Oh, it's such a mood. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Also, I'm completely done with Huma. I feel like I've been done with her. Yeah. But she honestly, she serves no purpose anymore. Like, yeah. Yeet, I get it. He's still serving his purpose. He's this evil villain that's been, you know, faking this thing for the last year. Yeah. But Aisha, if you're listening, it's time for Huma to They're go. both a couple of life ruiners, and I'm over mm-hmm. them. I'm Agreed. sick of them. But Huma is just Huma's just pointless at this point. Like She is. She exists. She lives on her own. She exists, exists in her own, like, world. Yeah. And I just feel like she's trying to force herself to still be, like, relevant. Like, you know, she's all upset when she finds out Aziz has a girlfriend. She's like a nightmare mother-in-law. Oh, completely. Oy. But it's like, what do you even care? You've been divorced from the man for years. Like, yeah. why is it even What bitterness any- is this? Yeah. That you still are upset about the situation. Right. I can understand being hurt, but after all these years, you're going to And you've been married. Go try to stir up yeah. trouble. And you've been married two other times uh-huh. since then. So yeah. he's not even allowed to have a girlfriend. Give me a break. Right. We do find out, though, thank you, Twitter people, that Mirabon and Huma were actually friends mm-hmm. um, before Aziz even met her. That's how he met Mirabon because she was Huma's friend. Mm-hmm. Mirabon and Aziz actually dated before he and Huma did. 
We still don't know the circumstances that led to them breaking up, but we do, it is alluded that it was probably just some ridiculous drama, kind of like what's happening with John and Son M. Right. And, you know, whatever tore them apart for years and years. And that he married Huma and made sure she knew, like, I'm still in love with this woman, this other woman. Some people think that that's why Huma hates Sun M so much mm -hmm. because it reminds her of her basically failed relationship with Aziz. Right. Like, she sees Aziz and Mirabon mirrored in John and Sun M. Right. Which I could totally see that. Yeah. So I think that that might be why she's so bitter against Sun M. Yeah. I mean, she's not nearly – she seems to have warmed up plenty to Layla. Yeah. Like, after a year. Yeah. So – but she's still, you know, saying that the clouds come after Sun M is there. And I just – she yeah. just has such a bitterness towards her. It's crazy. I, I just rolled my eyes at that statement because, yeah. Um. Oh, I do like that Duran has a little bit of insight. She even has – she says to Sun M – Hmm, you know, Sanem, something stuck in my mind. This Yeet used to be a very colorful colorful person, and he seems pretty dark now. Mm. And I just love that, uh, you know, JJ has seen it for how long? Yep. John has seen it. Yep. Aziz got this dude's number the second he met him. Oh, yeah. And now even Duren is seeing it. Like, yep. all these people around you are seeing it, Sanem. And Sanem's kind of like, oh, uh, what do you mean? I, don't, I didn't notice what you're talking about, mm -hmm. but... Man, listen to the people around you. He is not good. Yeah. I want to know what the heck was going on when Denise came and ran up to Sanem after she was kind of in her, her trance. Like, uh -huh. And on the what did she say to her yeah. and what the heck was with that whole situation? Yeah, what do you guys think? What do you guys think she said? Does she have some like magical encouraging words that snap her out of it? Yeah, like just what is bizarre. this? And again, it's still not clear because the subs that we watched uh Sanem does refer to her as her therapist yes but then there's other times where it's like she's not a therapist she's just someone who's saying, also oh i'm saying this as your friend right but if and i were like, to say this as your therapist then i would say this yeah but then she's also like but i just took psychology classes and wound up in the same clinic as you like i'm still confused exactly yeah. who the heck she is yeah um, and i don't trust her no either way yeah i still don't trust her yeah. i mean i guess i like that she <laughs> weirdly uh, thought Muzo was the cute one out of the bunch. So at least she doesn't have, you know, boiled bunny vibes for uh, John or anyone right. else. Right. But I still, I don't know. And then yeah. can we talk about Balut? 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 Whatever. What His name is Balut, I'm pretty sure. Balut. Yeah. Ashley calls him. Which is what? Oh, I, yeah. I'm calling him the Turkish Wolverine. Yeah. Because of that. <laughs> That, uh, those chops those chops yeah <laughs> but people have had some some other really good names for yeah, him someone called him um rashmi called him benicio like yeah. benicio del toro uh -huh. our friend rashmi <laughs> called him that someone on twitter called him um twilight twilight elvis guy twilight elvis guy <laughs> <laughs> so funny yeah i want to know what the deal is with yeah, him like does he just work at the farm yeah, does he work for son m is he that's kind of what it seems like is he helping the company i don't know yeah so i'm i mean i'm sure we'll get more character development for him yeah but he and duren have had a couple of exchanges uh -huh. and let me say i would not hate for something to happen like our girl deserves somebody yeah yeah duren needs her own side story yeah we love Finally, her for and, once yeah after and she, all of this time after all of the development that she's gone through yes. after how she's improved she and son m are friends now mm -hmm. everything is happy 
she needs her own little happy ending. I agree. So I would like to see that develop more yes. than just a couple of little flirtatious kind of exchanges and then nothing. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Oh, we also got the, uh, we had a reappearance of Sanem's inner voice. Yeah. She we has, haven't seen that in a while. We haven't seen that in a while. And she appears when Sanem heads out in the morning to feed her chickens. Mm-hmm. And she kind of starts talking to the chickens. And then all of a sudden her mind says, how are you feeling? And Sanem says, I'm feeling crazy enough to talk to chickens, clearly. Her mind says, I am your inner voice. Did you forget about me? Sanem says, where did you come from? And her inner voice says, well, John came back, so so did I. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, yep. And, oh, here's, I just found this translation further with that. Her mind says, I am here to remind you to stay away from him. Even I can't save you a second time. Hmm. Interesting. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, my prediction is that it's still going to be another maybe three to four episodes. I think so. So we're talking like another month before I we think see so. anything good happen with them. I mean, maybe, maybe three or four. Maybe that's my, yeah, my Your prediction. Guess. But I kind of feel feel like after everything that they've gone through, mm-hmm. it's not going to be an easy thing. I right. mean, I know something like this fire could be a definite catalyst. Sure. At least to get them talking, talking admitting. Yes, and open. Yeah. To get to at least get them, especially Sanem, right. open to the possibility that maybe they might have a future together. Right. Because, you know, a moment like that yep. where you're thinking that Sanem, that somebody might be dead sure that could completely can put change things you. into perspective. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So maybe this will open the door and maybe it'll only be two to three more episodes. Yeah. But which is very possible. And I think that something like this, like I said, could be a good catalyst for that. If nothing big like this had happened, mm-hmm. then I think it would have taken a longer time. But I still think that Yeet needs to be found out. Yes, please. Even if John, honestly, I feel like if John and Sonam aren't going to be back together for a good three or four episodes, mm-hmm. at least for the love, please let Yeet be exposed just yeah. to get him out of Sonam's life. Yeah. Because that's going to take a whole other type of healing. Yeah. Because then she's going to have to be, she's going to have to deal with the fact that she spent a year thinking john did this Mm -hmm. then there's going to be the guilt of believing ye over john yeah realizing that he didn't even actually cripple him that this was just some horrible evil plan yeah um and that's the other thing with the whole fire i told you this when we were actually watching the episode is ye does not care about her i don't know what he thinks he feels for son m but it is not anything remotely close to love because he clearly could care less of could he clearly could not care any less mm-hmm. about the fact that he is further traumatizing her right because the fire i mean if you just he, you know because he's hiding behind the fence watching everything happen right and he's seeing what it's doing to son m yep and he does not care yeah he's just more like okay is this he's just more concerned with the fact that he needs this building to burn down to burn down the evidence that he was the one who threw her book in the fire yep it's all self-preservation he's yeah. selfish and he doesn't actually love her oh yeah he he ga- gives uh, early episode Emre a run for his money. Yeah. Because yeah. 
my goodness. Yeah. So I need him to go. I need him to be exposed and I need him to go. Even if it doesn't mean John and Sonem are back together right away. Yeah. Originally, I wanted John to be the one to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, like walk but, or something. Yeah, yeah. But now I feel like I want Sonem to see him. Yep. Because then she's seeing it with her own eyes. Yes. And there's zero question. Yeah. That he is the liar in right. the situation. Yep. Yeah, whether she overhears him talking about it, whether mm-hmm. she sees him walking and that causes her to question other things. Like, yep. well, if you've been okay this whole time, then maybe you are the one who threw the notebook into the fire or yep. or him just to slip up and say something that makes her go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it needs to be her yeah. discovering it for herself with her own eyes, own ears. Because there are no questions yep. at all. Yep. I want her to see him walking without the cane. That's what I yeah, want to see. me too. Or being careless or something like that. Completely. Yeah. It just, that <sighs> would be perfect. That yeah. would be beautiful. Done with him. Beautiful, sweet justice. Yeah. He deserves it. Yeah. But So, yeah. so I think that's pretty yeah, much it. I think those are our initial, initial feelings. Yep. <laughs> feelings, thoughts. Um, who do, I'm just curious, who do you think is going to make the first move when the time comes? Do you think it's going to be Son M seeking him out to say like? I think it will need to be. That's what I think. Because I think especially with how respectful John has been Mm -hmm. with the situation Mm -hmm. because the the storyline that we're kind of being given now is that Son M has been more emotionally damaged by the situation than John was. Right. If she was in a clinic, if Mm -hmm. she's on medication, that to me is like they're they're trying to make it seem like she's the worse off between the two of right. them. So, so she's going to be in the order, one that needs to be in control of the situation. She's mm-hmm. And she's going to be the one who is probably going to be the last to trust. Right. Um, because of the supposed journal burning yeah. and then John leaves, yeah. even though he left because she told him to leave. Right. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Because of the – emotional effects that it had on her right i think that it's gonna have to be her yeah you just reminded me of something when you said he you know he left because she told him to Mm -hmm. even though she's like it doesn't matter if i told you to you should have stayed like from last episode (laughs) but again and this is this is a bit of a spoiler because we just did up we uh just recorded episode seven that's going to be released Uh wednesday but in episode seven he he is the one to say to her this time hey if you listen good if mm-hmm. you tell me to leave i will leave and you will never see me again and she tells him in episode seven to leave yep but you know what he doesn't leave yep so maybe when she said that in she was taking it for granted she was taking it for granted because the last leave. time she told him to leave he didn't and i feel like if i'm remembering correctly doesn't she tell him to leave a few times mm-hmm. she's always telling him i don't want you mm-hmm. i don't love you i'm not attracted uh-huh. to you all that uh-huh. <laughs> i mean that <laughs> yeah <laughs> with the war and everything yep but yeah she's always telling him stuff like that and mm-hmm. he he doesn't go he doesn't go but this time yep. he actually went right so i think it has to be sun M. I think she has to be the one to make the real legitimate first move i agree to say i love i love you i still love you uh-huh. uh whatever that is gonna be yep i agree because i don't think he's gonna want to push her or mm-hmm. he's he's not gonna do anything i think that is going to make her worse off emotionally mentally yeah because he already clearly is struggling with how much she struggled while he was gone yep. i don't think he's gonna want to do anything to jeopardize her right again yeah so yeah what do you guys think yeah uh, we want to hear from you yep 
Thank you for joining us in our messy uh, rant of feelings. And yeah, we'll see you guys back here on Wednesday for episode seven. That's right. Go to shoes. Bye-bye.